get it started. This fucking boot is ripped. It's not good. Also, I love that jacket, little Versace. Summertime, we have a couple little shakers in here. You guys oh, yeah? On the wall after too. This is beautiful. And this yeah. is fun. Found this place on Kijiji. It's unreal. Yeah. How, how long is the lease? Monthly? Well, well month to all oh, have to pay. Month them. to month? Uh, month <laughs> to month. It's wild in this building. It is wild in this building. No, we, uh, when we were looking, we were finding a place for like the studio and for the pod, or so that for the pod, for the startup and the podcast. Um, we were talking to buddies who, uh, you know, neighborhood. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. They're down the street here, so they we walked into their space. They're like, "Oh, it's cool. It looks like a New York's like artist loft." And uh, I asked her, Nestor's like, "Oh yeah, just go look on Kijiji. You can find a place like easily." I was like, "What? Like, you find places to lease on Kijiji?" I literally went to go look. Rick's like, "We don't really need an office." I was like, "Oh, whatever. What's the worst that can happen?" <laughs> and then I just kept looking, like clicking twelve next, hours clicking later, next, clicking next, and then like yeah, literally like a day, I ended up on the last page of Kijiji, and I saw this place. I was like, oh, it's pretty sick. Kijiji's got it all. That's where we shit. found our tables for the place. Well, <laughs> Come on. No, yeah. you guys did. You yeah. guys found your mom Kijiji. Well, we found a guy <laughs> the who guy does custom furniture and us, then yeah. contacted him. And yeah. So the table, which was like the table. Tables the for the venue. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. All, all the fucking tables. All the tables in the Custom entire ones in the banquettes. <laughs> and then are we st- have we started? Rolling star, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we get into it. Everyone's a natural. It's not like three, two, one. It's a mind fuck there. Yeah, we uh, we got those tables uh, on Kijiji. We 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 needed a quick turnaround, and it ended up working. So, yeah. well, it was a quick turnaround. How fast do you guys like have to? Well, we yeah, we needed it what within like three weeks. So the tables, yeah, yeah. we had we got them. That's a pretty big part weeks. of the venue too, right? Like you can't open without. Yeah, them. and they're like sturdy. Like people have been dancing on them like every night, <laughs> and. <laughs> Like they're they're pretty uh they're pretty good the they're, they're holding so this guy can you give him a good review? Did you? I don't know. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least we could have done. I should have. <laughs> we really got was, good price. Was yeah, off all night. He's like, I don't know how you guys got me to fucking sell you these for this cheap, but <laughs> we rinsed the guy. How many, so how many tables in total? Did you, you have his man? name? We got to give him a shout no, out I right don't, now. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> man, you guys do this dude dirty here. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'll get it. I'll get it. We'll plug in the show and I'll give him a little recommendation. Good dude. Good dude. Highly recommend his services. Honestly, Kijiji, you can find anything. I actually read an article about Kijiji recently and how they like blew up with like no marketing budget no nothing just like literally their premise was build a basic website that just lets people find stuff don't put any money into design or marketing or anything and it's where the guy became worth like three billion dollars I think just a website more. find people hell of a startup classified ads basically good for them man. crazy good for them we should have taken some notes for that for our startup <laughs> <laughs> but it lasted a little bit longer <laughs> Well, let's let's uh, let's open this little goodie box. George, you want to open it? Yeah, check out the goodies, man. Yeah, it's a very nice design. The yep. green is solid. Big fan of green. All right, so Pizza Wine Disco PWD. Yep. Located on 788 King Street there West. Right below Legree. Best workout in the city. Let's go. Yeah, there there go. It's like morning. right around the corner from I here. Go there yeah. every Monday. Probably gonna go by afterwards. Install a few disco balls. Oh. We got a we got a disco without any disco balls in it. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, why don't you guys have disco? Balls? Okay, so let's let's talk about everything we got in order, here. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, cool. the guy doesn't make them. Eh? 
Your, your table dude doesn't no, make So we yeah, have an Aperol be, Spritz kit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't drink those anymore. George, you want to tell that while we're yeah, on? Well, let's, let's go through everything. Okay. First, I'll tell the story about Aperol Spritz is after. Uh, the bottle stopper. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is heavy. Ooh, a nice Solid. custom wine opener. Ooh. We need that because we have a little this cheap one This is good for here. the office, yeah. This one's, uh, this one's good Thanks, quality. Boys. Pizza cutter. Oh, that's pretty. Wait, you on. just got to open it. You'll do, you, can, you can do it. There you go. Ah, there we go. Wow. Lane and Frank can, will love this. What? What do you get dibs on that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really uh, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a card right there. Um, it's on the side of the box there, and it kind of gives you some directions. Okay, so make your own Aperol spritz. Yeah. So fill the, I'll show you what to Fill do a white it. wine glass with ice, pour three parts of Prosecco, followed by two parts of Aperol, and a splash of soda garnished with an orange slice. I'll give it a try again, but I haven't drank an Aperol Spritz since Croatia. Did oh, is this you, a cooler uh, bag too? Oh yeah. Oh heck yeah for the park. So we keep this kid here. We'll have a little, we'll have a little shaker here. Yeah, we are. Well, yeah, I figured it'd be perfect down for the, the street. Place. And honestly, this box is great too. Great box. You know, it's, we actually details. need, uh, we need some stuff for our table because it's very. We didn't get this from uh, Kijiji. We actually got it from the garbage. <laughs> Not even joking. Yeah. We got it out of the dumpster at this building. Which is a lot of this furniture came from uh, random places, but uh, we need stuff to make it look nice, so we're gonna keep there this. Got a couple of things there. There you go. I like I like the bit. dumpster table. Thank you. It gives me. We're a startup. We're trying to we're trying to be uh, resourceful. Where'd you guys get that fridge? That's a cool one. That's a vintage that looking was, uh, fridge. That would look good in PWD. <laughs> we have to guys. We need to make some money back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay this month's rent for it. Yeah, we're, uh, we're hurting over here. No, we uh, Kingsville gave it to us. I'll say that right. Yeah. Yeah, Kingsville, uh, one of our old sponsors gave it to us, and it's like, it was full of beers before. Um, Still got some left. Now we just like, yeah, throw whatever in it. Pretty good. We oh, and that TV next to it, we found a dumpster as well. Oh, retro. Yeah, a lot of dumpsters. Again, we we yeah. furnished this whole place basically Does the TV for like work? zero dollars. Does the TV, TV no, it's like, no. it's the frame of it. It looked kind of cool. It's like, cool. oh, kind of retro-y looking. We, we yeah, kicked like out like the yeah, shattered, broken. We basically got everything in here from either one of our offices, one of our houses, our parents' houses. Or the dumpster. It's funny how it was done so haphazardly, but then it like kind of all together came together yeah. so well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it was too. It's like that table that used to be at like the house at Western. Yeah, you know, like that was your house at Western. That was my so brother's. So that's seen that a ton of beer pong. Uh, no, it's my brother's the office desk. So that's where he used to do his homework and stuff. And yeah. Like, how much homework did he get done? John's a smart dude. John's, John's, John's a nerd. John didn't do any homework actually. John was just like naturally smart. Where it's like I actually did homework and, and wasn't didn't, smart. Yeah. didn't do well. I passed. <laughs> that's all you need to know. As long as you pass, that's it. That's it. Yeah, we did yeah. already. Right did you went to Western? I know that. Did you go to Western? I went to Western. Did yeah. you go to St. Mike's? We were talking about this. Before. I did not. No, I went to Michael Power. Okay, Power. Yeah. Boys. That's yeah. how you guys know each other. How do you guys know each other? We played hockey together when we were like twelve years old. And kind of just have been buddies ever since. We met on what the Weston Hawks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. And then the rest is kind of history. We're just buddies ever since. Um, also, like Power was my elementary school's like feeder school, so I was always like close with people there. And BA, we were in the same. We lived, grew up in the same same, same circle, same right? neighborhood. Yeah. Tobacco raised represent. Yeah. And then what West led side. you guys to to becoming business partners? Um. Well, we. Basically, it all happened pretty organically. Like, I my my parents, as you know, Liberty Entertainment Group hospitality kind of runs through my veins. Um, and then Adam was just my best friend at the time and had a natural knack for hospitality. From what I saw, I mean, 
It wasn't hospitality at the time. It was just partying. We were good partying. So uh, we, we were kind of just very like, social guys. You could drink exactly. and you had lots of friends. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was back then. And um, so for my 19th birthday, we, uh, we decided to just throw a party at Sea Lounge. And fuck Sea Lounge. It was just going to be a regular birthday party, but like I had some connections because my dad owned it. Yeah. And um, like a thousand people showed up. So we were and like the place made a ton of money because of that. And we were like, okay, let's do this again next week. <laughs> and let's try to cut ourselves a deal this time because <laughs> let's try to make a couple bucks. <laughs> Sorry, so, dad. Yeah, literally. And then uh, it kind of just took off from there. Like my, my dad saw an opportunity with it as well. I was like, dude, you guys should roll with this. And we're like, yeah, we should roll with this. Next thing you know, we start making a logo, a website, Facebook page, start, we hired a few more other buddies to help us out with it. And then we were promoting that sea lounge for the next year, at least just, just slamming the place. It was, it was all good timing too, because like Facebook was like kind of just getting hot at that point. And like these Facebook groups that we were able to make, were all just like getting just so much hype that yeah. all kind of just worked out really well for us. And so we just threw parties for the next year at sea lounge and then decided to kind of, just so that our brand wouldn't get tiring we started throwing parties everywhere else in the city as well uh, and that's kind of how exemption went for the next exemption four entertainment. yeah exactly how'd you guys come up with that name well okay kind of <laughs> there's always a story about scare like, me yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> ask me how we came up with crown entertainment <laughs> yeah i want to hear about crown first so then, first I'll what tell was you the, what was the name you wanted to go with? so at awful? first we were gonna go with party stars <laughs> With a Z, probably. I'm happy you know, and the logo that. was going to be a silhouette of a of a woman with stars in the background. I'm right, and that was literally the first name I came up with. I'm like, that literally sounds like it's the first name you came up with. And I'm like, it is. Radio's so, like, what am I in so, Western? How would I describe myself? <laughs> a party star. Um, got it. So then Crown came up because I think I was thinking of tattoo ideas. Okay. And I was like, oh, did Crown would be a sick tattoo idea? Oh, Crown. Did you get a tattoo? No. <laughs> Yeah. But our buddy, you know, DB, DB yeah, he knows. Of course, DB. he has a DB. tattoo of a not just by coincidence, has a tattoo of a crown on his arm that looks similar to our identical crown. to the logo and like not identical, pretty close. Yeah. And this is before he had it before you guys met. Yeah, who gets a Dude. crown tattoo? DB, man, DB. Fuck, you gotta get that thing uh, covered up. Random story, you know, first party crown entertainment ever threw was at Sea Lounge. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, first Salud. one, we were, I'll never forget this. We just came up with a company, and at the time, we just got our logo made. And we got this like crazy wicked looking logo. And then we didn't realize that when you put it on a flyer, the flyers, you know, six by four, your logo is not tiny. Even by an inch, like, it, right? Nobody can. It just looked like a smudge at that point, even though it's printed in high <laughs> yeah. quality. Yeah. So like, oh, we didn't think that went through. We got to change yeah. the logo after the first party. Our, our first logo was a little bit like <laughs> rookie as well. I actually have it on my wrist right here. It's like a stock, like, <laughs> the like font? BMXing yeah. fonts or some shit. You went on Canva just to yep. search through the fonts. We did. Like, yeah, yeah, literally. Did. Yeah, it was like Microsoft yeah. Word. Like uh, Random story though. My mom, so she came to our, our opening party at Sea Lounge. And she had never had um, an espresso martini or a... I think it was like a chocolate martini or something. I can't remember what drink it was, but she didn't realize that it's just all alcohol. She thought it was like vodka mixed with like, uh, I don't know, a chocolate syrup kind of thing. But it's like the 
chocolate licorice or whatever, the, not licorice, the chocolate liqueur, liqueur that's put in there. That's also, also like 15% alcoholic. Yeah. alcohol. Yeah. yeah. So I think she had like four of them. We get to my dad's DD, right? He doesn't drink, drives us to the club. We get there. Uh, so I go inside, whatever, hosting, partying, drinking. I'm like, what? It's my mom. My dad comes in like, I need, I need two water bottles. What? <laughs> He's like, your mother, she's not going to make it. <laughs> go inside, she her head's on the window. I was like, mom, she's like, honey, I'm not going to make it. Was this at, was this at Sea Lounge? This is outside of Sea Lounge. On the, in the pool area? Like no, no, she was in the car. She was still in the car. Oh, she didn't okay. make it out of the car. <laughs> I didn't make it in the club. Yeah, do you know when you, like, you have a good drinking night, you wake up the next morning, you're up at like 9 a.m. just because you're like kind of yeah. hungover, can't go back I to cannot bed. sleep in when I drink at See, all. It's the worst. So I remember I got up and my mom used to vacuum on Saturday mornings. <laughs> And I'd be like, mom, like, I'm fucking hungover. Like, do not vacuum at 9 a.m. Like, wait till noon or something. And my dad would always be like, just drink one less, Ricky. Like, classic dad move. So I think I, like, made the, I turned on the washing machine, the dryer, the vacuum, all the stereos in the house. And I was like, you know what, mom? Payback's a bitch. There you go. I <laughs> like that. Yeah. Has anyone found any type of cure for a hangover? Coffee. Like, Yeah. Coffee? That doesn't work for me. I uh, actually tried those, you know, those, uh, what are they called? No days wasted. Like the electrolyte, no, pedialyte um, type shit. No, it's like a, a pill little, you get, right? a little pill you take the night before you drink. I don't know if it works. Before Maybe you should, drink, it's before you drink. There's some that you take before you drink. There's some before you take uh, right up before your or right after your last drink. And then there's ones Who's that you gonna remember that. And also, like most yeah. people, like plan. I mean, like as you get older, I don't know about you guys, but when you get older, you're like. I'm not going to drink too Except much you tonight. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have a few. And then it's like That's when 2 a.m. And you're like 100. Those are usually the worst ones. When yeah. Adam and I go out and we say we're going to go out for just one, those are when we have the craziest nights. Yeah, the most yeah. fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, and the most fun because there's nothing planned. There's no expectations, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. I tell and there, it's always buddies. on like a Wednesday too. You know you know, Louis. Louis. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me and Sweet him, Lou. we cannot. We, I think I, I'm not able to go out for dinner with him anymore because – Every time he comes to town, I'm like, let's just go here. I'll drive so we don't drink. I don't drink and drive ever. Don't condone it. Never have. Um, but I'll drive, and then I'll just have to let, end up leaving my car there, and then we'll end up like that 10 different bars, and then the next morning I want to like off myself trying to get down there to get the car and Dude, everything. But me and him always. We'll go to like, let's go to sushi. We'll have one bottle of sake. It's like 12 Sweet Lou later. hits his stride at like 4 a.m. He's on. <laughs> there's no putting he's him to bed. about those lawyers. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he is built different. Like he's, he's crazy. I'm actually going to Vancouver to yeah, see him in a couple George, months. Yeah, but George, minus this whole 75 hard, you probably have one of the most rubber arms ever. <laughs> oh, for, yeah. Like George like, oh, George, let's have a couple drinks. No, I'm not drinking today. I go, I got an early morning tomorrow. Okay, cool. Twist. I'm going to have a shot. You want one? Ah, only if it's uh, only. I'm very bad self-control. It's so hard to say yeah. no. You I have bad self-control. Don't want to be a buzzkill. Yeah, so like, like, okay, fine, I'll have one. Next thing you know, there's always one guy in the group that's going off, like any night of the week. Yeah. Like, you're going for dinner, oh, that one guy's drinking. Like Mike, Mike was having a fun night the other night at P- PWD when we came for the. The soft opening, I put, I put air quotes. <laughs> soft, slam. So soft. Slam. I'm not drinking, so like I was like, I, know, I was hyper over everything. I'm looking, I'm like, holy shit, this place. Is you, like, you had to be drinking, man. Yeah, you had to be because yeah, like, like it was. Yeah, no, it was but it was good, good though. Good for you. But guys. we were following all capacity rules yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that, right? Very safe, <laughs> safe yeah. very safe distances. We had a nice spot there. Yeah, we're hanging out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool though. So, go ahead. I was gonna say, where'd you guys come up with the name, the idea behind it? So basically. um we were kind of brought in the the visionaries behind the concept were um, were our partners Jason and Gurpreet. They had the name um, on lock and wanted us to help them bring it to life. So that's kind of that's kind of how we came in. But they uh, 
We, it's funny. We were actually looking at the at the exact same space, and we were planning on putting something in the space. We found it on um, on Realtor.com or whatever, and uh, we were like, "This space is beautiful. Uh, let's let's open something here." And then, like a week later, literally, these guys uh, hit us up, uh, our partners, and they said would you guys be interested in partnering up with us? And uh, we've been thinking of this concept and we'd love for you guys to help us execute it and bring it to life. And here we are six months later and we got a, we got a logo, we got a venue and we got good music and tables. good cocktails and we're good to go, man. We proven. got tables. Is <laughs> <laughs> it t- how, like is six months a normal time frame? Was it kind of, do you guys like I mean, speed it, it up? It depends. Like, like we took over an already existing Restaurant, so a lot of the a lot of the bones were in there already. So if you're taking over at something and you have to insert and install a kitchen and a whole new bar and and redo the entire layout, then you're looking at like you know a nine month to a year, year and a half. It could even be turnaround. But for us, we could do it relatively quickly because you know we had the kitchen there, the layout was generally there. We just we just amped it up a little bit and made the flow of the room a lot better and then kind of, you know, paid attention to the details and then the broad strokes like that disco wall room and, you know, the central bar and how we did the DJ booth and that whole vibe of like that whole disco vibe, that vintage palette, that color palette and the menus, the boxes. And that's kind of where we're at right now. And now we're just fine tuning a lot of the operation from a lot of the operation things that we can improve on but that that happens with any business yeah, right so yeah it's kind of how it uh it's, it's kind of how it came to life is it now that you guys have kind of opened and like saw what's going on is there anything that caught you by surprise or did you guys kind of would you think you're well prepared as it opened because i'm asking you because it was like i mean keep capacity limits and everything we were abided by for sure but it was like people wanted to be there that's for sure and you guys uh, yeah honestly the thing that caught me by the most surprise is how much how many bookings we're getting now mm-hmm. and like you know, I thought we'd have to be like just a big really demand. on our toes yeah. to to Push get people bookings, in yeah. there, but now it's like we can't handle you. You know, like which is a good problem to have in the hospitality. It's a great problem, of course. Yeah. That's our favorite. That's our favorite line. <laughs> yeah. Overcap, understaffed. Good problem to have. I'm too busy. I mean, we've been in both situations, right? Where you ha- where you have the problem of not having enough people, and that's a harder problem to solve than having too many people, right? Yeah, yeah. And when you do have that that overcap the 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 volume then you can really start choosing you know what who like min- you can start inserting minimum spends and things like that right so that's been what surprised me the most but um i i'm just really happy with the team we have there and shout out to our staff and our servers and our bartenders like their their resilience surprised me we really threw them into the weeds with not a ton of training and you know there were people hanging from the chandeliers on uh, on opening weekend, and they they handled it really well with a smile on their faces. So uh, shout out to them, and um, and yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what surprised me the most. I'm I'm actually curious about this because obviously you guys and and for anybody listening that doesn't know, these guys throw crazy parties, <coughs> a lot of bottle service, a lot of young people. <coughs> sorry, a lot of young people like going on all cylinders. Are you guys going to go for more of like a bottle service nighttime vibe or is it more chill bar vibe? What, what direction do you see it going? Because, you know, obviously soft opening, you, bottles are flying everywhere. But is it going to be more like a restaurant? You sit, you eat, and then you drink. I think it's a bit stay. of a hybrid for yeah. us. We're kind of exactly. trying to 
you know, capture all sides of the market. Yeah. And on Thursday, it was a little bit more clubby. Our kitchen wasn't fully ready yet. But if you were if you had gone on Saturday, you would have seen that we had a full dinner service starting at 5 p.m. And it kind of just transitions organically into a into a more of a bottle service nightclub vibe. But it's always just going to be a hybrid at all, yeah. at all times. Like you can order bottles at 6 p.m. Right. And you can order pizzas at 10. Um, it's kind of, we're, we're, we're adopting that, that Miami mentality, those venues out there. Yeah. You've been to Swan, you've yeah. been to all those, pl- those Grutman. venues that Grutman has other yeah. than live, which is super nightclubby that are, that are, no, that are well, hybrids. Yeah, get, right. And you kind of just, I've, now that we've gotten older, our, our audience doesn't want to just, you know, show up and get bottle service. Yeah, they don't the want to pre-drink. You know, they want bites. Yeah, they yeah. want cocktails. Yeah. They want those options. And then once they've had some of that, then they want to order bottles and they want to order bottles in a room that has different things going on, you know, rather than just waiting for bottle service tables to show up and seeing who can spend more money. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. that's not what we're trying to create there. And it is nice when it slowly transitions from like dinner to party because uh, for example, like Spice Root, when you guys had that, that was like dinner, stop, party. Yeah. There was no transition there. <laughs> it was like 11 o'clock hits, the tables are gone, and then boom, party time. Yeah. Right? Where this, you can see it's like more of a gradual transition. I feel like that's where the city is kind of going or leaning more towards. It's not, there's n- not many big super, super clubs or anything like Minus K. Obviously, you have um, uh, Rebel. Yeah. And you have Toy Box and you have like, you know, the five or six of those. But everything's more like, hey, sit down, have dinner, chill. Grab your friends. Whoever wants to buy bottles can buy bottles. Whoever wants to sit down, have a nice $10, $20 cocktail, have that. Whoever wants to eat pizza at midnight can do, or maybe not midnight, but they can do that too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to just create something that people want, right? You have yeah. to listen to, to the people. And like, it's, you can be as good a promoter as ever, but if you don't have a venue that people want to be at, you're kind of just, you know, shooting yourself in the foot. You have to create a space that people want to be at and then, promoting comes easily with that right and for us adam and i are just super lucky because we've had such a core group of support like shout out to shout out to all our buddies who came out this weekend and bought tons of bottles and like there's plenty of them and it's like it's so overwhelming and every time we we launch a new project like this it it's humbling to see how many people you know share our graphics like we're not we don't go out and ask them to it's like oh you have to do this in order to get in or um, you know, we're going to pay you this amount to share these graphics, do it at this time. They just do it because they, they support us and they love us mm-hmm. and we, we love them. And it's been, mm-hmm. it's been, it's been super humbling. Just all the support that's been around us every time we've started a new, uh, a new movement. Um, so to all the people that were out there this weekend, to all the people that have shared our posts, um, thank you. Cheers yeah. to you. Honestly, like we appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all pals. <laughs> <laughs> all the pals. When you guys, um, like, when you guys started to come up with this, you're looking at the space. You said, um, obviously, like six months ago, the world was a little bit. I mean, not the world. But I'd say Toronto's a little bit different than where it is now. Did you guys have a feeling like the timing was right? Was it? Did you at that point we still kind of like? Yeah. You guys had a good. I think we were we were ready for something. We we kind of sensed in the air that you know there's going to be a big boom about to happen, and uh, I think we timed it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, I think hospitality is really about to start coming alive. There's just a pent-up demand for it now, yeah. right? Um, well, you even saw, like, even last, um, when was it? 
back in, I guess even this fall when things started to lift again before kind of we went back into that crazy lockdown. Yeah. Everybody knew the lockdown was coming. Omicron started to take off. I feel like people were going Omicron. out. Yeah. Uh, I think are, that's when we noticed, Omicron. right? Omicron. That's Omicron. when we were like uh, ready to go. Fucking Delta. <laughs> um, yeah. Like this fall, I feel like people went off. Because yeah. Because everybody knew that, again, we were getting shut down. Okay. So get ready to be locked inside and have zoom dates and freaking be who ordered. the hell does zoom dates <laughs> ricky does you do all sorts of dates no, right? man, i don't zoom date that's, for sure. that's hella for sure zoom i was in those home dates all, all covid um but you know what i mean it's like everybody knew that that was coming so it's like yeah like it's open i have the itch to go out right like basically like, we could see that we could see it because there was a first initial lockdown right and then Last summer, I think it was, things kind of opened up again, right? And we were just slammed. We had more of a demand than ever. And then we got locked down again, found this space, and we're like, okay, it's going to open up again, and there's going to be that demand again. We already had a preview of it last summer, and that's exactly what happened, right? And um, the January announcements, when when we got completely shut down again, that kind of threw us off a bit because we were ready to pretty much launch the venue at that point. But I mean, it just kind of gave us a little bit more time to fine tune some details, and then more demand came when we were um, when it was February, and we were able to uh, to launch. And then also, like the longer you're locked down, the more grants that you get from the government and things like that, because you know you're not a- like we have rent to pay. So there's these subsidy programs that they put in place when we're locked down, right? So we were all over those to the point where it didn't really kill us to be closed down an extra month. It almost ended up working to our advantage because we had a little bit more time to fine tune some of the details, get the kitchen ready to go. And here we are and uh, we're ready to rock. Yeah. That's awesome. Now there's no more capacity restrictions. So. Yeah. As it happened, today. Like today, 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 yeah. today. Still masks, day. still masks. We're uh, we're making sure to follow all the Toronto public health guidelines. Um, we don't want any, we don't want any problems more. there. It's not gonna be tomorrow when this launches, but that means tomorrow for you guys from today is gonna be slammed, eh? Yep. Yeah. Just absolutely jumping off. Is that there's a wait, there's a patio in front of that? You guys, no, there is. There yeah, is there a patio. Is. Yeah. You guys are planning on like? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In the summer, you'd be ridiculous not to. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like there'll be service out there and everything. Yeah, like we haven't solidified what our final plan will be for it, but it'll definitely be activated. We might do a little bit of a gelato stand or something like that. Stanley Park's right across the street, right? And I think Stanley Park got pretty popular during COVID. Like I, I know that I kind of partied there. Yeah. A few times yep. and ha- hadn't partied there ever before. I don't think I ever stepped foot in that park. No, no. me neither. I don't think I stepped foot in any Toronto park until <laughs> this happened. And now I know every single park yeah, in the city. Exactly, exactly. I can tell you where every place is and which one has a water fountain. When people are like, oh, Trinity, I'm like, hey, which gate are you going to? Northgate, Southgate? We meet yeah, on the yeah. east side. Need a baseball diamond, which baseball diamond? North baseball diamond, South baseball diamond? Man, I went to park. Oh, you guys really know Well, we also literally every Saturday, Sunday, they were giving out beers and freezes, bucket hats, t shirts. We'll give out everything. Yeah, that I I do want to get in more into that guerrilla marketing that you guys were doing. Like that was oh, we, that was pretty impressive. Honestly, I'm not joking. It, it like it does work. I mean, it didn't work long term, I guess, for us. But there's other things that played it, factored in. But I'll tell you, like, what the 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 thing I noticed most is like, I'd say seven out of every ten people were supportive. I'd say 
of those, like the, maybe even eight, I get a couple of miserable people that are, we got once offered someone five bucks. We said, we'll give you $5 cash. It's in our hand. Just download this app. Like, I'm good. I'm like, it's five bucks. Download and delete it. <laughs> and I remember they were in line for the ferry. One of those girls like really like ruined this little, anyways, I'm not going to single her out. <laughs> really ruined. I was like, I was like five bucks. You just got to put this on your phone and get it off. Anyways. But probably let's say seven out of 10 people are, are supportive. Like maybe three of those seven are like, keep your money or keep your stuff. I'll download it. Like yeah. I'll support you. Yeah. And it was honestly really, really cool. And then we go back to the next weekend and other people would see us with their friends and be like, Oh yeah. Like you guys were the guys last weekend. Like, yeah, we, we got your app. We'll go back on it. Uh, people were, yeah. Super, I was following super along that whole RV journey. You guys went on through the States. It's pretty fun. That looked but like it, it had it had its ups and downs. Well. So I, I, I found some of the story the other day. It was, was the best worst trip I've ever been. On. <laughs> it was the best in the sense that it was something that like not many people will ever say they got to do. We got to go to so many cool cities, universities, met so many people, talked to so many people. And in terms of like the goals on, on the trip, in terms of downloads, like we we crushed it. Yeah. The worst in the sense that the mattress was literally the thickness of this table, Ooh. like two inches thick. The food we were eating, Ooh, like I saw, like bologna we're, sandwiches, we're eating like bologna. Mr. Soup, Mr. Oh, Noodle no, Soup. No, like, no. You're not sleeping because every day there's three or four. I slept all right. I was fine. <laughs> I, I, I can sleep right. He's eating well too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Believe me, I well. gained weight while you guys Dude, were on that. Hundred percent, I did. Yeah. Like, I I live my best life. Yeah. I was living that like and redneck then, Walmart life. I, no offense, Walmart. I love you. But I was honestly no like offense, just, rednecks is what no you're offense, rednecks. <laughs> no offense to rednecks and Walmart. Both of you are amazing people, and I support you both. Um, yeah, I was living my best life. Yeah, it was again, but tough days. Some days were tough. You know, you haven't seen your family, you haven't seen your friend. Mind you, we're like three best friends on this road trip for majority. Yeah, but again, there's days where you but don't. Dude, get that's to see that's your loved fun, ones man. That's part of like doing a oh, startup part of experience. You know, right? growing up. If we're not gonna do it, who the, it was, who the yeah, fuck is? Fun. Like, how can you convince someone to go out and do that? How can you pay someone to do that and tell them how to properly do it if you've never done it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that, boots on the if, if boots we, on the ground. That's yeah. it. If they, if this would have worked out for us long term, like we had plans to do it in major cities and get teams and hire people and do it. Like obviously it didn't work long term, but you know, then we could say, hey, th these are tips and tricks. This is what happens if, if this happens. Try using these lines, and you know, we did it. We talked to two thousand people each, three thousand people each. Oh, easily. Maybe more. Like, I don't even know. I do. I saw exhausted. that time when you were like <laughs> saying so many of the, the same, same things. Thing. You were, were like, like at a testing center. Sorry, sorry, oh, people over there. You were at like a testing center or something. It was all quiet, and you oh, like screamed so out to everyone <laughs> yeah. to download. I would never. Like this guy's got some balls. We were. I was in line to get my my vaccine, ever. my second shot. This is in probably July. This was crazy. <clears throat> and I'm in this dead quiet hallway. Like this hallway is just. You could hear a pin drop. And there's about 200 of us, and we're in like an elementary school hallway. So it's got to be at least like 100 feet, maybe more. 200 people in this lineup and I'm just thinking every single person's on their phone right now. Every single person. So I literally, I was like, all right, this is going to be awkward as fuck, but whatever. I'm doing it anyway. So I'm like, I pulled down my mask. Hi guys. My name's Ricky. Created an app with my best friends. It's called cast. I'd love for you to go and download it. It's a social vote. No, I can't remember the exact words. You, like, you nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah, you nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, I watched it. That was exactly the slip up. And he actually was like, if I didn't video it, people would be like, no fucking way you did that. No yeah, fucking way. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I was like. I'm going to videotape it because fuck, this is one of those moments. And that's it. It was crazy. We only got like 10 downloads from that. Still, hey, that's 10 downloads. It's better than zero. And I find that's the best thing about being an entrepreneur about having your own business like you want to do those things because 
like it's your baby, you know, yeah. and it doesn't feel like work, you know, it doesn't feel like that. It just feels like you're taking care of your baby, really, yeah, I see you that. know, and like, I don't know, it, it, it makes you want to go above and beyond, you know, like Absolutely. those, those nine to five gigs. I mean, it, you, you sort of, you can see you get complacent at times, right? Like it's hard to want to go above and beyond, especially when there's no room for growth. But I do find that entrepreneurial endeavors make you want to step out of your comfort zone in ways that, that you never have. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, 100%. I can tell you, like, pe- most of my friends don't even believe this. And I, cause I'm like the loudest guy in the room typically, but I, I, we know, Georgie, public <laughs> speaking. Like, I even, like, if you put me in a room with like my friends, I'll orate for like an hour and tell them everything that I believe. Mm-hmm. Put me in a room with like five people I don't know, I'll start to get like, I can still do it, but I get a little dicey. Uh, I just like, I, I don't know, I get like in my head, but, um, Sorry. Anyway, so the point is like when I was growing up, I grew up through a family business. So like I, you know, I still wasn't like a sales capacity or operation, whatever, but it was, I was in like my, like it was kind of what I knew. So I was comfortable doing it, but I would never like really step out where you like, you know, you're going to go pursue something that there's a high chance of rejection, but also a very high chance of success. I'd be like, ah, it's okay. I'll go this way. It's a little more comfortable, whatever. And as a result, I also knew that I would never have to like go through what my father did for instance to build the business because he had to go from like the ground up. I, we started on the right. fifth, 10th floor, whatever you want to call it. It's more you protecting what you have a, a exactly. lot of time, right? And I'm sure, you know, coming from the same mm-hmm. background, like my dad always said, you know, I did the hard work. Like you just gotta be, if you're a moron, if you mess this up, I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but, Thanks, uh, and no, listen, like we do, my dad from a young age, trusted myself and my siblings to like make pretty big decisions in the company, which is always was, was very cool. But until we left to do cast, I didn't realize how much I didn't know and didn't experience and how much, um, like I limited myself because even you, you're more always more of a salesman, like the showman and so forth. But like going in that park, even though I'm like, oh, I don't, these people don't know me. Like they can say no, and it doesn't matter. Like what do I care what they think of me? But even doing that, I was like, oh my God, like this is fucking terrifying. After the first two, I was like, oh, this is nothing. It's clockwork. I know this is our baby. Like I can see it in my sleep. Um, but had I not done those things and had we not gone and talked to people and pitched to investors and talked to like friends who wanted to invest and also like other people we didn't know, like I would have never, probably never done all of this. And in the role that I was at in my family business and I'm back there now and everything I've learned, I was like, I go back and I'm like, and you're better at, Oh, it know, just it, makes me appreciate yeah. the people who work for us more. Like not that I didn't, but it makes you just realize all these different functions. It makes you like, it opens your eyes to like what you can really yeah. do. Not to be cliche, but your experiences build you, you yeah. know, like yeah, failures and successes. Absolutely. Yeah. But that, yeah, that was What's that uh, cheesy line. It's not a failure if you learn from it or something. Probably. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. kill you makes you, you stronger. On, like, someone's mom. Muhammad Insta- Ali. <laughs> one of the mom's Instagram stories, like, you know, with flowers in the background yeah, or something. It's on her wall at home. <laughs> well, on that note then, speaking of like failures, have you guys ever fallen flat on your faces doing any, uh, any parties or any events that are? That are notable I that mean, you learn from our, like our. He's st- looking. He's like, uh, <laughs> are we gonna talk about this? Uh, I'm like, what I'm thinking is like our sunset cruise, like yeah, optically was was, was excellent and like got us lots of followers. It helped our brand a lot, but like we didn't financially slay it. Like we ended up ended up breaking even, which was fine. But we put a lot of effort into it, um, you know, and put up put up a lot of money and it ended up breaking even which it's which we were God. which wasn't a failure <laughs> but like time is money too right For we sure, spent man. a lot of hours uh, a lot of you know putting that putting that party together and then 
kind of just didn't make any money at it. But we decided to do it for like three years in a couple of years. It wasn't like we just did it for one. <laughs> and I don't think we ever like really made a ton of no. money on that party. But I don't think that was ever really the plan. Yeah, exactly. Though. There's always yeah, it's kind of a give back moment. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was more of a branding marketing opportunity. So I guess it's a shitty example of falling flat on our faces. Well, I mean, um, like some people also like, you know, you guys seem to have done really good things and you come from like backgrounds in, in this industry. So like maybe, you know, you haven't had something that hasn't happened. Yeah, that, like, I feel like some of our, like uh, like three years into Sea Lounge, some of our winter nights were just like barren. Like no one was there. Yeah, and we had like some poor guys trying to promote. And like, <laughs> it's like I said earlier, it's so hard to get people to a venue. Like, Especially when it's fucking freezing cold. Especially now, it's minus twenty. It's yeah. snowstorm, and yeah. you're going to Sea Lounge. There's yeah. that classic meme. My, where my first, <laughs> the guy's yeah. freezing in, in the winter. And yeah, you, you can't get. My first there. attempt yeah. at writing the LSAT was was miserable too. It fell flat <laughs> on my face there. Okay. okay, so there's another one. Yeah. But um, you know, you bounce back, and here we are. You passed the second time. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I slayed it the second time. <laughs> He's a lawyer. <laughs> go, you gotta go. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I did, I did well the second time. Got to Western Law, and oh, there you go. Yeah, Adam, what did you go to school for? I went for global development. Yeah, I studied uh, like third world issues, um, NGOs, that kind of stuff. Really didn't take oh. off on that end. Yeah, but kind of the opposite. Of the I spectrum. stuck to hospitality. I mean, we took the business to our universities and. You know, he went to Queens, I went to Western, and I kind of thrived there with our business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, built it from, you know, a small company to a pretty big one with a huge following. And yeah. Yeah, Adam slated in London with Exemption Entertainment. Like, because you cause came we right had, after we left, I think. Yep. Yeah. Because we would have had a period there where, you know, we, we went from promoting in Toronto to having to go to college and like what's going to happen. But, Adam kind of took initiative and ended up, you know, becoming one of the biggest promo teams in London with all the support that, that we had. And we ended up having like 40, 50 employees at, at a certain we point. Did. And every, yeah. every time Jeez. I'd come to, every time I'd come to London, there'd be someone, someone new working for me. Yeah. So I um, was thanking him. Yeah. Every time. And, then, no and that, that kind of allowed us to come back and, and to continue the, continue the brand. And, and it, and it, it grew our following because everyone who went to London ended up coming back to Toronto afterwards. Toronto, yeah. And we were able to still fill nightclub, still fill spice route by the time we got there. And back. I mean, that's how we met our partners, current partners. We were competing against them in London and yeah. funny enough. Now we're partners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how it works. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The industry's small. It is. Yeah, that's why you, you can't treat people like even if they're your competitor at one point, like yeah. you got to be amicable. And well, and the thing is you all have like the same goal. It's like for nightlife in the city to come back, to thrive. And everybody, exactly, when, right? when the city's bumping, everybody makes money. You know what I mean? It, sorry, not everybody makes money, but everybody who's doing the right things and like good people, their businesses usually tend to, to make money. Rising yeah. tides raise and all ships. There you go. There, there you go. go. I like that. I got one that's for good everybody. One. There you got a couple that, for good some ones reason, so, Sorry, that's so weird. I I I was going to a meeting today and I that popped into my head for some reason. I was at the meeting and they brought up an example that was the exact same. That happened again. It's fucking bizarre. So we're living in a simulation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're living in a simulation. Okay. We're in the metaverse. Uh, Rick visits the metaverse often. <laughs> we, can that, we can tell you guys that off air. Yeah. Um, fuck, I just had a point. Sorry, man. Uh, oh, no. Uh, talking about supporting each other, the industry's small. 
I, I saw that on Thursday. I think half the industry was fucking there. Yeah, they were. Thursday. Yeah, and yeah. they were happy for us. They yeah. were genuinely Everyone happy. Was genuinely for us, happy. You know? Like there were so many people I saw the next day on Instagram. I was like, fuck, I missed that guy. Like Pooplin. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> Pooplin was there on Thursday. Shut up, Pooplin. What a good him. guy. Uncle Johnny C came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody was there. It was, it was nice to see everybody. Maddie was Maddie there. Maddie was there. I'm yeah. sure Mickey and he was, there and he was and he was happy for us. You know. Yeah. Well, especially so. as like two young guys too. It's like you guys have and we've worked with all these guys yeah. at one point or another. That's kind of what that's kind of what of our our experiences as promoters did for us. You know, mm-hmm. it it allowed us to work with everyone in the industry at one point, and you you take something from everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And you apply it. So this is a, also a feel good moment for you guys too. It's like kind of doing something that, and I don't know if it is kind of a liber- liberty venue or if it's not a liberty venue, but you guys are kind of doing this on your own without kind of like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We basically found this deal and then roped in Liberty Group yeah. to as, as a piece of it, but like it was always, okay, this is our thing. This is you guys. This is our, yeah. kind of like the hierarchy works this way. Liberty Group's coming in for support for um, to help execute the food, which none of us partners had experience with. And, um, and that's kind of how it's been. And it's, it's kind of, it's kind of felt like our own thing where we're kind of calling the shots now. And then Liberty's playing more of a supporting role for us. And it's like, you can't be unsaid, like the support that they do provide is, you know, well, yeah, you guys have been around for what? It's unbelievable. And like when we're, when our backs are against the the wall, when our backs are against the wall, we can always kind of like be like, oh shit, our our backstop is. Liberty Group's gonna well, come in. So well, yeah, it's like you this. have the support of one of yeah. the biggest entertainment yeah. companies in the city, right? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, that's, you been, that's been helpful innate. throughout who our else, whole. Who else is on that level? Yeah, Nobody. I mean, yeah, Unless there's. I, um, I mean, Maddie's, Maddie's, Maddie's definitely. Uh, up there oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Honey, Maddie, honey, yeah. honeycomb, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. You listen. You'd be like at the end of the day too. You'd be a fool not to take advantage of like having that resource and learning from it. You know, you could by all means, and you can go learn on your own and figure it out and pave the way. But you're gonna make unnecessary mistakes and missteps that you could obviously have once been avoided. Yeah, or once been and done. you learn so, twice as quickly when you're exactly. learning from from, from someone who knows what the, the fuck they're talking about, 100%. right? And I think we still had a lot to learn, even with this new restaurant. I mean, we worked in them, but starting one from the ground up is a whole different experience. Yeah, and yeah. And there's a lot to learn from that. I'm sure you're gonna like keep going too. I'm like, I'm, you know, you guys are still super young and like, you know, you're kind of first big you ever. Like, I mean, 28, you guys also like the next one, you gotta maybe build out completely from bare bones and everything. So I'm sure yep. like each yep. one's gonna be a learning experience. And to your point too, like the hel- helping with the food, like you know, a bottle of, of vodka is it was in the bottle is a bottle. Like, you know what you're getting <laughs> yeah. when you order Tito's yeah. or you order yeah. Casamigo. Like yeah. to make a pizza, you Not can, in it's Mexico. pretty easy. Like I can't. Like, I would never know what I'm doing walking and no, making pizza. You know, working a kitchen up. is is pretty complex. So yeah, we're for grateful her. to have that support there, and we're learning from it, right? So that maybe next time we can open up our own kitchen without with less help, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that personally, I would always want to involve my family and anything i do they've always involved me in everything they've done Mm -hmm. and so um you know growing going going up together is is ultimately the goal yeah uh, and and adam's included in that in that family so that's awesome I had a random, really random question. Luca, you would obviously be a lawyer if you weren't in the entertainment industry. I am a assumption. lawyer. No, I, but I, like, <laughs> no, no, like, no, but that that would be like your main focus if you didn't do any of this. Yeah, other I stuff, think right? I'd still have to say it is my main focus. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, like I have a full time like oh, so, lawyer okay. job. In, in five, that, I know that, but in five, ten years, you see yourself lawyer or hospitality? 
I see myself as oh, a lawyer. I'm going to stick around okay. for sure. Okay. And I'm like always going to have hospitality in my blood. And if we got boots on the ground, like <laughs> I can kind of, I think, manage both all the time. Okay. My bad. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Um, Adam, what would you do if you weren't in entertainment? I honestly can't see myself not being in entertainment. To oh, be honest fair. with you. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been doing it since I was 16 years old and it's, it's what I know and it's what I'm really good at. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see you in, in anything else other than entertainment, too. Like, he, he's given other things a shot. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like, pretty good with technology. <laughs> like, I kind of... Crypto. I you'd be, you'd into be, like you'd be slamming crypto, crypto stuff, for sure. Man's going to be selling NFTs soon. Well, he's I, mining. Well, I built he's got a, a crypto farm operation. Um, with, like, miners and whatnot. So I kind of did that in this whole COVID lockdown. But I think hospitality is where my heart always lied. And yeah, yeah. I uh, came right back to it. Yeah, and we're gonna continue to to be doing some mining on the side <laughs> yeah. for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> back, back of PWD's got like <laughs> hydro bills. Yeah. Like, we're blaming it on the disco wall, but it's fucking our little mining operation. Yeah, it's like right behind. <laughs> Holy shit, that is a cool wall. But I'll tell you, I was bumping. Shout out Nadia so Didonato on that wall. Yeah. Wait, that's right. And, well, Nadia Didonato oh, like cool. executed yeah, yeah, yeah. it and. It was the partners who all came up with it, but uh, but no, yeah. it's, shout it's out for her helping with the design. Yeah, a lot of people. I tried to come out of the bathroom and some girl kicked the door shut on me. <laughs> like, wait, I'm like, I gotta get out of here. They're like, yeah. doing photo shoots. We, we installed some power flushers today, so there's uh, it's gonna be a quicker line. We hope. Um, we had some delays in the washroom last weekend that. <laughs> <laughs> that were, that were pretty tight. Yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah, the yeah. things you gotta <laughs> fucking deal with, right? We had one of the partners plunging toilets last Come year. On. I was busting table. <laughs> I mean, like, if you're not gonna do it, your staff's not gonna want to do it, yeah. right? Lead by uh, example. Lead we, by we example. Yeah, said, you it. said it earlier today. Right? Absolutely. Uh, go ahead. I'm just gonna laugh. We do this very often. We say the same things. You, do you no, want go, to? go. What's your least favorite part about working in hospitality? plumbing toilets your <laughs> <laughs> okay, answer um i mean it's a tough one i think there's a lot of high stress at certain times and just dealing with that can be crazy but i th i think it's all worth it at the end so it's not really like terrible yeah i think like being in the spotlight like you're always in the spotlight in hospitality like people like your job is to be in the spotlight you know it's hard to go behind the scenes and, and be quiet because then you're not filling your places. Right. Like it's you're constant. Hosting, right. Yeah. And, and then it's like weekly because you have to keep people entertained. That's the whole concept of hospitality. Right. And like keeping like refreshing ideas every week, like it, like with restaurants, it's a little different because you can kind of have consistency is the goal with restaurants. You know, if you come in for a plate of penne alla vodka, on Thursday, you want the exact same plate of Penella Vodka next Thursday. So you can start getting a well-oiled machine going. That's why as you get older and you get a little more tired, you might want to start doing restaurants. I know my dad did that. But with nightclubs in particular, you got to keep fresh branding every week, right? And I think to come up with creative ideas that people are, you know, interested in, that's kind of the hardest part. Just to stay fresh, to stay relevant, and to be in the spotlight at all times. There's no hiding because if you hide, especially in the nightclub industry, you have a few slow weeks, you're fucked. So yeah. I, that for me is like the worst part. I used to remember when you uh, when you like organize someone's birthday. You know, it's the person that goes downtown once a, every six months or something, and you're in charge of throwing their birthday. And they called you or they messaged you on Facebook Messenger, and they're like, "Oh, it's me and ten girls. We're coming out. We want to get a table, two bottles." You're like, "Fine, whatever. They're cute." 
Okay, get there by 1130, you know, like whatever the you know, lost and found, for example, holds fucking 200 people yeah. and they show up at Mickey. 1230 right after Drake comes in. They're like, oh, why did our booth get moved? It's yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like well, you showed up at fucking 1230. Like, yeah, the weekend just walked in. Sorry, lady, your table got bumped. Oh, my God, you ruined my birthday. It's like, I, yeah, really exactly. Right the, the expectations from people that they are can your be friends for sure, yeah. can be tough, right? To always have to you know, go outside to grab somebody like it ends up, it gets pretty exhausting. And then like working in hospitality ends up meaning that every time you're out doing things that are supposed to be fun, that are for other people, it almost feels like work. Right. Because that's where your job is. And like, you, you it's, can't even enjoy like your buddy's birthday. It's like, it's my buddy's birthday. It's like, fuck, I've got my eight different people texting me to come out. It's like, exactly. It's my girlfriend's little go brother. All I gotta go get them, right? And then like, like, even like when my folks and I and Adam, when we go out for dinner in Miami, for example, it's kind of work, you know, like we're always talking about different things like the service, the ambiance, like picking up on little things being like, oh, we have to do this. Oh, we have to make sure not to do this. Like we're basically taking mental notes the whole time we rather used, than just like that often. But to us, to me, at least, that's kind of fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, going there and traveling, thinking about it to yeah. Europe and yeah, doing like, that constantly. Where did yeah. you guys go in Europe? We did we did two full Euro trips, two summers in a row, mm-hmm. and touched um, just tons of cities. A lot of places. Uh, we started in the first time we started in Amsterdam or started in London, went to Amsterdam, Berlin, Budapest, Ibiza was a big one, Barcelona, and then the Portugal, next Portugal we went to Prague. yeah Portugal, uh, Prague was on that trip yeah that was all in Croatia. The first year. Croatia was in that year too. So basically the same, the same. The only one I haven't done on that list is Portugal. Yeah, you can skip it. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no the Portuguese, Portuguese people listening. Like, really <laughs> I had I no idea that the Portuguese language like was did not sound like any of the other very romance hard. languages. Like, it's, very, it's like yeah. pretty hard. It's an ugly language. And I can say because my mom speaks it. Like, yeah, and uh, my my cousins are half Brazilian. Anytime Portuguese. she says it, I was. Like, anytime she speaks language. Portuguese, I was like, oh, this is not a pretty language. And then the following summer, we did. French Riviera, Italy, and Greece. Monaco. Yeah, and I Monaco. That, I did that yeah. exact same trip too a few years ago, like 2017. Yeah, it's, it was unbelievable. Would you? Uh, Where'd you guys go in the south of France? Uh, nice. Nice. Con. Con. Nice and Con. Not Marseille, right? No. Saint Tropez. I went to you Saint Tropez separately. Yeah. 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 How'd you like it? Loved it. Yeah, it was good. It's beautiful. I like. Honestly, yeah, I actually video with the pool. Yes, my best vlog intro ever, yeah, ever, one. ever. <laughs> I was when I did my year abroad. I did like I took a you probably maybe know this. I took a sabbatical from from work. I was on a crossroads, twenty seven midlife crisis. You know, uh, I decided to go travel the world and yeah, yeah started started in uh, actually started in Chicago for Lollapalooza and then I went to South well Iceland and South of France. Uh, um, we went to Lollapalooza together. It was Georgie was there too. That was 2017. Was that was that the year? Yeah, that because was? Thing was there. Uh, wait, me and Hawk. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that year, I think. Yeah. No, wait, was that? <laughs> no, that was before. That was 2014 or 15. Yeah, it was pretty. That was pretty long ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was. You, was he there that time? Yeah, I was there. I was there. Cause okay. I have a picture with you. We're in Hawk. We're in like a towel under his head with a hat. I don't know why I have it, but I have a picture on my phone of him. First time I ever met him. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. almost died that trip. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not getting into best trips you guys have been on. Uh, that Euro trip Definitely was that Euro trip. which one? The first one? Um, probably. I think the first one. We went to like newer uh, places, like because I'd been to Italy before, right? So we went back to 
It, I don't know. They I were both. It was the second really one. Was they, actually they, crazy. They get so blurred. Yeah, they do. The just second kind one of was crazy. Crazy. Totally crazy. Just like we'll <laughs> never trip. Like yeah. Yeah. Same thing. They get blurred. Um, also, like. And then George too. Too same question. Favorite okay. trip. Yeah. Let's hear it. My favorite trip. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I mean, I went away for a year. Okay, but like, <laughs> like what part of that trip? Because I was oh, like three or well, four. Greece. Parties. Anytime I've gone to Mekin, like Greece. Like okay, I did, so which Greece? That was another place we went to I, too. That's so hard. I like I literally yeah. went eleven years mm-hmm. in a row. Which one's your favorite? They're all the same. I don't remember the difference. Like, I can't tell you. Probably 20. If I had to pick one, I guess 2019, probably. Okay. When we were all there and, like, at the villa, whatever. How about you, Rick? Uh, I'm going to go our Coachella, LA, Vegas trip. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. That's a good one. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But I almost so died on that one. I almost died on that. I can't talk about that one, but I almost yeah, died on that, that was, trip. I'm going to go. That was my 25th yeah. birthday. It was on my champagne birthday, and I basically conned 11 buddies into coming and spending a lot of money on in Vegas and in LA. Yeah. I'm going to go that trip or I'm going to go 2016 Europe, your sister's wedding Euro trip. Yeah. <laughs> it was good till the end. Yeah. Got a little dicey at the Fuck. end. Um, oh, know. yeah, what? yeah. It was, it was good <laughs> until we got back. <laughs> yeah, that was good, though. That, that was a good one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I also went to Peru in November with my girlfriend. And um, unbelievable. I that, That's definitely up there with... Uh, with the best, with one of the best trips of my life. Um, Machu Picchu is in Peru, right? Yeah, we did we you climb it. Yeah, I mean, we did like the bougie, two and a half hour hike up. We kind of got a bus ride <laughs> halfway up and then <laughs> walked the rest of the way. And we were close. Like I wasn't yeah. gonna, I wasn't gonna make my girlfriend. I, and I'm using her as a, as yeah, a scapegoat, yeah, but yeah, really, yeah. like I wasn't about to do it either. We only had. I was blaming it on. We only had ten days there, so I don't want to spend <laughs> like three days hiking. But uh, but yeah, no, I do. Uh, I, if you haven't been to Peru and if you're going to South America, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Like the food is top notch. Like the people are unbelievable. Your dollar goes so far and then there's just so much to see, like just with Machu Picchu, Lima, and then everything in between. There's just like, there's desert, there's, there's mountains, there's forests, Amazon, Amazon jungles there. Did you guys go into it? I mean, we trained the through bougie, it. The we did a bougie ride. ride. <laughs> we had a three-course meal, <laughs> like cruising through the jungle. But yeah, we didn't. Uh, yeah, we didn't. We didn't really. Um, what's it? What's the word? Like trekkish? Yeah, we didn't yeah. slum it. We didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the only play continent I haven't done yet. Well, Antarctica. Everyone. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. Continent. That doesn't count. I said, I you go to Antarctica? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Uh, South America, I haven't done, but I'm trying to say it's that. I want enough to, here. Yeah, yeah, I recommend Peru for sure. If it, if I didn't make that clear already. Yeah. <laughs> um, another question on that same thing: of all the places you guys have been, and like either parties, events, restaurant, whatever it is, something in the hospitality industry that you've seen around the world, is there anything that was super memorable? Could be anything under I that. Wanted banner. to bring up Bioli in uh, in Con. Like that's like their flagship. Oh, that's the original. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been yeah. going to Miami. Yeah, I've been to the one. We've been to the one in Miami, from... and it just doesn't even fucking compare. From France, there's yeah. one in Cannes, we and it's like Miami. right on the water. Yeah, you did. You took your and shirt it's off. You're climbing the tree. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no. it's in. So sorry, it's in Cannes. Yeah, it's on the water, and it's like something you've never seen before. We had a we had a fantastic night that night. Um, can't even get into the details. <laughs> And uh, another one was Kappa, Mu- Kappa Music Festival Italy, in Torino. Yeah. Yeah. That was called? something else. Kappa Future he Festival. Like Kappa, night. like the brand Kappa? Yep. They, yeah, they, they were the yeah. sponsors on it. But So wow. they have their own music festival in Torino? It's called Kappa Future, yep. and it's all techno. 
and it's Sick. like this one if not the biggest the second biggest techno festival in the world they call it the detroit of italy yeah or really? europe yeah. sorry yeah, yeah. oh yeah. that's sick and it's like under an overpass and uh and that was just something special to to see and then music festival yeah. in europe are different you see the lineup for uh open air this year no i didn't oh i don't want to show you because you're gonna skip me <laughs> um wait, what's your wait we thought you is it the same I mean that was great, yeah, for sure. I mean Ibiza was is always up there for me. I I love Ibiza, so yeah. Yeah. Rick Saver, Rick like, Saver, yeah. we're always like pretty banged up when we end up at these places that yep. we forget the names. <laughs> we were talking about this literally before you guys got here. We're doing a big Europe trip this summer with a bunch of friends again. Right. And we've done Ibiza three times together. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it four times. Wow. And I still haven't been to Formentera, haven't been we've to been like, to, we've seen one beach, Playa de Bosa, yeah. and we've haven't gone to any restaurants. We just it's just a party Cafe trip. Cafe Mambo, like that's it. And we don't even eat there. We drink like, or out. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we went to a single restaurant. We're changing we went to McDonald's time. at one point. <laughs> <laughs> we did, are you guys, have you guys been to Steak and, steak and Shake? No. On, on the, the strip? strip there? On no. the main downtown, right across from like Hayabiza? No. The Steak and Shake, we would eat like every meal there. Yeah. We literally, like, we do, we, it's crazy because like, when we go, so I'm Greek, so I'm partial to Greece. When we go to Greece, I plan like everything perfect, like whatever. Yeah. It's like all, yeah. all the best and events. And it's more like a little bougier. Yeah, like, but like we went to restaurants when we were in yeah, Greece yeah, yeah. as well. A lot of like supper club vibes where you go to dinner and then it turns to a party and all that stuff. Uh, but for some reason, we, so we usually our trip is somehow incorporates for the most part Mykonos and Ibiza somehow. So I get one pick, Rick gets one, and then we fill the rest <laughs> in in between. It's irrelevant. Where we're Mykonos gonna go. It's gonna awesome. be probably Italy, probably somewhere. But those two islands yeah. typically do pretty often. Um, Havar we've done twice too You know People say Sorry just a little pivot Everyone says like Mykonos has changed It's all this Even my Greek buddies It's still the best I Fucking loved it. place we loved Yeah it. Like, we loved it's it It's be become more commercialized But that honestly Makes it better Like people say Oh it's not the same The old Mykonos Was a couple bars in town Like it, <laughs> it's it is better That it's not the more same options <laughs> yeah. Options are good If you don't like it Go to the town And part of the yeah. old way But like These new places are expensive But they're The the hospitality has gotten a lot better. Yeah, um, Scorpio is that is that bar there, the, right? The, we love that's Scorpio. Too. Scorpio's and the food. I've done the booth. I've done like a booth. I've done like the bar. And I've done the restaurant. The food there, I was like one of my favorite meals I've ever had, which I did not expect. Yeah, um, we, we, we had the nice tomahawk those. steak or something, didn't we? I had a big, a big ass like leg of lamb, yeah, like tomahawk yeah. steak. That we had everything. Good. Scorpio Sundays, baby. Yeah, back <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Ritual Sundays. We went back to Maddie Unique's villa when we were there. Yeah, I went night. to Maddie years ago, <laughs> years ago now, way back. And uh, he took care of us, man. So shout out, shout out that guy. So <laughs> we had Maddie, won't, podcast, Maddie won't remember this because I, I think we had him on the pod and maybe yeah. to mention it. I was the uh, so I've gone to Mykonos like a lot, like I don't know, a lot of years in a row. Um, cause my cousins used to go buddies, everything. And one summer I'm down there and I go to, uh, this is maybe like 2015, 13, maybe 2013. And this is before it was like Scorpio and all these didn't exist. The biggest club was like paradise beach and Paradiso. Paradiso. Yeah, basically. The nightclub version of it, like the behind the thing. So I'm there one night. There's uh, some DJ, Freddie Legrand, somebody playing. I don't know who. And um, I'm at the bar with like my sister or some buddies. And all of a sudden I look over and Maddie's standing next to me. And I'm like, what the, like, what are you doing here? 
He's like, oh, cheer for the week. He's always there. It's funny how when you see someone when you're traveling that, that you know from Toronto, you automatically become best friends. Oh, Maddie, you would never <laughs> hang out in Toronto. Yeah, like I, like, I see Maddie here in passing, but like we don't hang out. And then everyone wanted to leave the bar. And Maddie's like, you're not leaving. Just stay. I'll take care of you tonight. Yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah. He, he, I remember he, like they were drinking a bit. He's like, okay, we'll get a booth right here just to sit here. He orders like magnums, this, that. It's like four of us. Like, Maddie, like, come on. It was like 2 a.m. We like, at like four, five, six, we like, you know, party shut down. Like, Let's go. We're going to go back to the, the hotel, everybody, whatever. Like, honestly, it was, it was crazy. But that's the randomest thing. The one of the first people I saw, like, just randomly on vacation was Maddie, like, in, just in Greece one time. But yeah, you can count on place. Maddie being in Mykonos uh, here and there. <laughs> four times a summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Like it. Rick How and I we, being I in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> How do we get on this topic? I was going to say, I had another point. I digressed to Mykonos somehow. Uh, favorite trips, best parties, I worst can't parties. Remember now. Oh, no, I can't remember. So uh, you guys have been to a bunch of festivals. What's, what was your favorite one? Coachella. Coachella is sick. Coachella. I think that's, that's another one. They'll say, oh, it's like oh, whatever. It's it's, people have been saying Coachella is sick, man. Yeah. It's like there's something for everyone at all times of the day. My issue with Coachella, not to be a hater, I fucking loved it. Um, like there's designated drinking areas. Oh, really? What? You can't drink everywhere. What, when did you go? Well, yeah. Well, I went, I don't know, two, three years ago. We went in 2015, 2016. So I went in like 20, I, I guess like two years after but that probably. Is it all ages now? Was it always all ages? It is all ages. It yes. Like, yeah, it's all ages. And then we could drink. Dude, no, we cannot we, drink everywhere. There, I, I, no, I can pretty much guarantee. No, gardens, I think, when we went too, if I remember. Uh, who knows? I, I mean, know. you can always like fill up a fill, fill up a bottle with shit, but like that, that was my beef with it. Yeah. It was like. You couldn't have a drink and then like go to the stage, Be like with the drink in your yeah, hand. Yeah. So I would just end up like crushing like a Mickey before before showing up to Coachella because I didn't want to like always have to go back, and revert forth. back yeah, to yeah. these beer gardens. Yeah, yeah. And then that walk through the desert while you're, oh. while you're that. Hand. We would bring like yeah, we'd bring like Gatorade bottles with like booze yeah. in them and stuff. And then we'd get the little bike ride. Yeah. And then my other beef with Coachella was that, not that I didn't love it, it was fucking unbelievable. Um, so Beyonce played on night one. I don't give a shit about Beyonce, really. It was still fantastic, uh, and that's my that was my girl. That's my girlfriend's favorite artist. And then I was all fired up for night two because Fifty was was gonna perform. And uh, as soon as, so I, I was smoking a joint because you're not able. Oh fuck! I probably shouldn't say that. Whatever. Uh, I was smoking. <laughs> I, I was. Um, yeah, so I you gave were drinking my drinking uh, apple juice. I was drinking an apple juice, and I gave and someone gave my girlfriend a hit of a joint, uh, like 10, 15 minutes before Fifty Cent got on, and we went to the middle of the of the crowd. We're in the middle of the, you know, we were deep in there. There's like a hundred thousand people, right? <laughs> and she faints right before oh, right no. before Fifty gets on. So I'm obviously like. Jesus She's fucking Christ! So I, <laughs> so I, so I picked, so I picked her up and like had to bring her out of the crowd because oh, like shit. she was like super dehydrated and shit, and so I basically missed the whole fifty act, like dealing oh. with that. So that was another like added let down added to it, but Sounds highly like recommend Coachella. Yeah, yeah. And like we'll hundred percent go back. So you know we'll hundred percent go back. It was lives. so cool. The outfits are awesome. Yeah, everyone the there is the just super cool. I do love that walk through the desert to the festival. Like that to me is awesome. Even we uh, we get lucky because George's uncle, yeah. 
Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Oh, no, no, no. In Indio, five in minutes Indio. from a festival. Yeah. Not in Palm Springs. Oh. That's it's like a. It's away. it's literally a. So you don't. You guys didn't do the tent thing. No, no. He's got a place. Like five bedroom place. Does he Airbnb it out? Uh, if you're if I not call there? him up, he's like, yeah, you want it? Let's go. What weekend you want? Because like our whole, guys up all our cousins that. know that he had, like, well, a few of our cousins so someone's know. always there. So he's always like, I'll call him like five months out when we're going. He'll be like, okay, let me check with the fam and see what they want. And he's like, what weekend you want? And I tell him, because my birthday falls on the weekend. It's like weekend two every year. Oh, nice. So we always get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and that, it, again, that cuts the cost of the trip down by like a third. Oh, and yeah. Now that we're older, we use points to fly. So it's like, okay, you're not paying flight. We don't have to play, stay pay for a place to stay yeah. and we got a sick place never mind like not paying for it you got a sick yeah, place yeah, yeah. like we had some some fun parties yeah there. and then you're only just stuck with paying for the festival tickets yeah and then the drinks and then, whatever yeah yeah of and then that monday we always just die but wait you're, so you're here versus coachella not uh open air no, i didn't get to tell you who the, on the lineup this year my favorite is coachella but so tell me the, uh, oh so we went to a festival in zurich switzerland uh, 2017 uh, yeah, yeah. 2017 when I was doing that trip, whatever. So I was in like South of France, went to Greece, and then Ricky came out to meet me in the part of it. And we uh, we somehow found this festival called Open Air Zurich. And I don't even know how we found it, but it had uh, Kygo, Mumford and Sons, and Diplo. Diplo. Those were your three headliners. Fucking Mumford and Sons and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, we're big Mumford fans, right? I'm gonna watch that tonight. Pop them on my Netflix. Great. What's that from again? 22 Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ricky has got the fucking Mumford and Sons <laughs> That's a great movie. Holy shit. You say the Mexican Wolverine. <laughs> How do you remember all the lines and not know the movie? <laughs> no, now that you fucking remember me, now I'm like right back in the mix. What movie. were we talking about? The, the lineup for the yeah, Open Air Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, it was a good lineup. We went there and it's, we're not going to tell the whole story, but that's where Ricky got his face kicked in yeah. because Ooh. he was shirtless in a mosh pit trying to grab a pinata. Cool. That's the Coles notes of it. Basically. My brother and I are going to hang out music festival this summer. Why do I know where that is? It's on the... Uh, border of Alabama and Florida, like on oh, like the Florida, Al Georgia Florida Alabama shore yeah, yeah. or whatever. So prior to the pandemic, I brought my, I bought my brother, um, two, two tickets to this festival because his favorite band was playing there. Glorious sun in glorious sons. I think it is. Do you know? Yeah, I think, I think so, that's like who that. they were. They were, <laughs> they were playing there. Never so I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. Let's do this. And that's then nice COVID thing. happened. Big shout out to Justin. <laughs> yeah. Shout yeah. out to my bro. Um, COVID happened. It got like delayed by two years. Vivid Seats, which is the uh, the ticket service that I bought it off of, they ended up going under like a, a class action lawsuit because they fucked so many people over during COVID. And I had the option of joining it because apparently they You're were like, I'll sue refunds. them myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, I'm not joining. I just want the tickets when it comes back. When it when it comes back, because the most you'd be entitled to if you did join was the cost of your tickets. So I was like, forget it. Like, I want to go. I still want this experience with my brother. I got it for him for his birthday. What am I going to do? Just like gas it. But now, now we're going um, in May and like none of the headliners that we originally signed Come up for on. are performing. Weekend. But I think Most Post Malone's there. Us? Glorious Sons aren't there. So, so the Megan Thee Stallion's so going to be so you there. Taken the, you should have taken the class action money. <laughs> I mean, I think for me, it's just going to be about going there and spending yeah, some time yeah. with my bro. Like you could, you could have anyone performing up there i'll have a good time i'll yeah. find something i like yeah absolutely he's a little bit more picky with his uh with yeah. his genres for sure, for sure. <laughs> what kind of music you like i'm more into like the house the techno yeah yeah just straight edm <laughs> well, not big room not not like the big house stuff so who's you who's wait 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 what about sweeter house mafia 
I went to their I went to their concert, but I I probably wouldn't go again. Really? <laughs> yeah. Their new song that came out on Friday, I listened. Sorry, this is a complete digression. I'm asking because I grew up listening to them. That's why I got into like DJing. And I stopped for a while because like, I got off Big Groom into like Deep House and all that. Their new song that came out, I put it on on Friday in my car. And, like I, I was listening to them. I'm like, this is weird. This doesn't sound like them. And then it like hits, and I was like, holy shit. Like, I want to go done to it again now. <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. Purple no, disco so machine. Sick. Bloody, that's my like purple disco you machine. You purple disco machine guy? Oh, yeah. Same. Clap tone. Last month and a half. Rick flies to just, Miami. Just, just wait on it. Clap tone, Tale of Us. I was, uh, Tale of Us is sick. Yeah, yeah that's they the play, kind of stuff I'm into. Tale of Us plays yeah. Mykonos all the time. Yeah. That's yeah. where we, I think we saw him there. Oh, no, we saw him at Future. Cap of Future. And in that summit party, no? Didn't they play at that we summer did. party in yeah. Ibiza? That was it. Yeah, yeah. Ibiza. That's the cool way to say it. It's the proper way. <laughs> Wait, so then you like Solomon? Yep. Solomon. Yeah, yeah. Carl Cox. It's right, all, right up my alley. I'll, watch, I like I'll put Cox. Solomon. We went to a disco much, set of Carl Cox in Miami Can at the Addition Hotel in the basement. And, the, and it was and all disco themed. Alley down there? Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. all disco themed. And we That's brought... Um, sick. We brought Loud Luxury with us. We had uh, Andrew Fedick <laughs> and, um, and Joe. We've seen them in like... We've seen them play... More times in other countries than, than in here. here. Yeah. yeah. Well, a road trip, they were in two cities that we were in yeah. at the same They're time. And one it. was in like yeah. southern Texas they, by chance that we were down there. Th those guys always take care of you too. Yeah, when you when we saw them together yeah, uh, in Miami, Miami a couple weeks, couple weeks ago. ago. Yeah. You they you always, were on one that night. <laughs> <laughs> they always they always hook you up with something. Like Good dudes. you know, they, they make sure to take care of their uh, their homies. So our intro song is their song. Yeah. Yeah. The best is like Adrian gave. He's like, I'm like, yo, Adrian, can we use this song? He's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, Sick. <laughs> so we use the you song. Every time we post it on YouTube, him? it's like, you don't have the rights to. It's like, yes, we do. Here's a screenshot. Like, <laughs> obviously, it doesn't. Work. We had some of those problems in our yeah. in our day too with some of the videos we posted. And oh yeah, all that. You just say you got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it. They're not gonna check. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we got it. <laughs> we got it. Um, since you listen to that kind of music, have you ever uh, heard of Circle? C yes, R yeah, like the beautiful like horizons. They plan yeah, like a party, yeah. like some random place, like the fucking hot air balloon, top of Turkey. a mountain. Christ the Redentor, yeah. or Christ the Redeemer. Redentor, it's really Redeemer. cool. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that even, what does Redentor mean? Uh, I don't think that's a is word. Is that a word? No. Redentor. Christ the Redeemer. Jesus. Yeah, they put like the craziest parties on. So yeah. that's like, if I can go to any part in the world, that's probably the part I'm choosing. Like the one of those, wherever the hell it is. Yeah. The one in, uh, my favorite one's the one in the hot air balloons in, I think it's Turkey. <laughs> Cappadocia. Yeah. Cappadocia, I'm not saying, but yeah. That was a sick one. Um, never been. Or Zoo in the mountains. Zoo? Zoo on Japan. Z H U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play yeah. like a they play like a chalet in the mountains. Isn't it of Japan. just a her? Or a him? guy, I think. What do you think's the sickest festival Toronto's ever hosted? I mean the first like digital. Digi I remember yeah, the first, first digital, digital. I went dreams. to the first the digital dreams. The original, the OG digital dreams. Honestly, Bestival was wild too. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say Bestival, Bestival. Bestival. until the By end. Until the, the end. Yeah. Until, Until the, the end, end, trying to get Did home. Did you go to the island? We went. Bro, he performed in the Perrier, the Perrier tent. tent. Oh, the Perrier tents used to be the sick. Perrier, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I used to be the resident at Hoxton. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I opened for some pretty the resident big Cobra London. You opened for Green acts. Velvet, Diplo. Yeah. Diplo's cool. It's got Disclosure. That's a cool one. That's a, man, same thing. He was my DJ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I came up, so that's why I was in Big Room, because I came up when, like, 
Avicii was on Alesso, the map. Sweet My first home. show opening was like 10th time I've ever DJ in my life, and it was opening for Avicii at Mansion. <laughs> like, not like, I, not 9 I or 10 o'clock, like, right before oh, Avicii Oh, no, no, like, home. I went right That's on, sick. and I didn't, at that time, I didn't know how to work a party. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was like, You're oh, yeah, like, levels stuff. right before he you comes played up. his song. <laughs> but I did that, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story. I opened for Fetty Legrand at, or no, yeah, Fetty Legrand at Music Hall. And, uh, yeah, banger. Wait, was he for? Yeah. A song, uh, my, uh, my brother came from Queens to visit me that, that weekend, and he's like, there's a new song that just came out. Have you heard it? I was like, no. I was like, he's like, it's kind of like underground. No one's really heard about it. So he tells me the song. It was called, like, Irrelevant, whatever. It's like a song that's a remake on an old, like, Euro song. And it's kind of progressive, but kind of, like, didn't sound too big room. So I'm like, oh, cool. I can probably play this as one of my, like, last couple songs. So I play it. Thinking like no one's ever heard of it. They told me no one's heard of it. Fetty Legrand opens the show with that song. Like two set songs after I played it, I was like, I'm the worst DJ in the world. <laughs> I just played this guy's opening song. And like after that, I'm just gonna go straight to the green room at that point. All he came up to me is like, bro, you cannot do that ever. What is wrong with you? And like I remember one time Max Vangeli told me to bring the music down. I was like, man, I was awful. I was terrible. <laughs> I thought everyone came to see me when I was DJing. And I legitimately played as if it was my party. I didn't give a fuck. You know what? I like that energy from you. And yeah, a bit, of, was, a bit of ego, always, but oh, whatever. It was fun. I was always telling Adam to make these fucking people dance. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit about people, Green but that's Velvet. The thing, my buddies would like, all be like, hey, I play bangers. I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. That's what I, I was the one. I was like, bro, I don't care if the DJ gets on. Play bangers now. The club slam. Above and beyond's Get manager. This fucking... Above and beyond's manager threatened to pull my USB out. He's like, if you don't turn this shit off, I'm stopping. So I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, you guys are playing trance. I'm playing I progressive. I remember that actually. I and he's like, this that. is trance. I'm like, no, this is like progressive. It's not trance. You're their manager. How do you not know that? And he's like, turn. He's I'm like, a manager, I... and I barely know this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a scary that. Irish guy. And he's like, turn it off. Or I'm fucking pulling these USBs out, and you're gonna have to deal with this party like. Whatever. I was so like, did you right, change man, it? Cool. Just Turn down quickly. the BPMs? Yeah, that was yeah, crazy. Cool. We, we booked Above and Beyond with uh, with Mike Manuel and Dimitri. Yeah, yeah, Musical. Yeah. And so we booked it with them. And he's like, Pooplin offered to us. And it was like crazy expensive. And then the Musical guy said, hey, you want to do it? And so we split, blah, blah, blah. Fuck yeah. It's Above and Beyond. Like, who the fuck? Ah, uh, boo. They're crazy. <laughs> so we get there. George is our dude. So we're like, George obviously opens. Like, cool. And we had like other guys on earlier. And then I just remember I'm watching them, like I'm kind of in the back and I'm just kind of watching and I see like the manager go up to George and then like five minutes later come up to him again. I was like, oh shit. And, like George was good, right? Like Yeah, I was George George was good. <laughs> they people you keep just telling us our shit. I'm like, if George is getting his shit, I don't even know who DJ booked. I'm watching for George. Gonna... George is running the show. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going up to him and watching him yelling. I'm like, and then George looks panicked. <laughs> panicked. Did I? I don't remember. I don't remember Sweat a lot of my bullets. I remember you yeah, had the flow too. I don't remember a lot of he's shit. Still got it. Yeah, he's, he's Growing it back, running it back. Um, but yeah. Anyways, boys, we we are at that point where we we start to wrap things up. I don't know anything else you guys want to mention. Anything? Uh, I mean, thanks for having yeah, us, guys. This was we, great. we really like we admire what you guys are doing with this stuff, and you know, putting yourselves out there time and time again. And uh, you guys are doing a great job. And you guys are the easiest fucking people to talk to ever. Didn't um, it's, it's fast how how quick an it's hour? It's crazy really how really quickly went, by, it went quick. by. Yeah, an hour so, fifteen. Uh, Love what you did with the place. Love what you guys are doing with the podcast. And um, wish uh, wish nothing but the best for you fellas and hope to continue to foster this relationship. Absolutely. Jerry, that's a good well rehearsed. Well, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I wasn't right. I don't <laughs> rehearsed, <but> it sounded <laughs> rehearsed. It sounded rehearsed. It sounded the hospitality game. should have seen the spiel he had in the car. <laughs> <laughs> On our way here, Adam's like, do you know what you're going to say tonight? I'm like, no. <laughs> do you? He's like, no. It's better when you just yeah. But that's the just gotta wing it. it. Yeah. Just yeah. wing it. We talk about whatever. We're talking about fucking... Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But it's fun that way. Funner?
Better? More fun, yeah. More fun. Yeah. Dang, uh, wow, Rick corrected my grammar no, for once. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I hate the grammar, please. <laughs> Anyways, gents, we appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you so much. Uh, for those listening, go check out PWD located at 788 King Street West. Give them a follow at Pizza Wine Disco on Instagram. Yep. yep. There we go. Uh, lo- personal TikTok in- as well. TikTok as well. Personal Instagrams. Best uh, way to reach you guys? Luca underscore D Donato. Adam Zavo at 93. Okay. We'll make sure we put them in the notes. And if you guys made it to the end, we appreciate you. Go check out their new spot. Go get the – what's the, the best thing on the menu, guys? Sorry, I didn't even ask that. I mean, the margarita pizza is an you absolute staple. The spicy rigatoni alla vodka is oh. uh, something to write home about. I'm hungry. All right. And then Porthouse steak is pretty up there too. Yeah. Yeah. Porthouse right. steak, the Christinis. I want to name out the whole menu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, go check it out. And other than that, signing off, pals. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every eye. I got alone.